It's Tuesday, March 29th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Russia and Ukraine prepared to hold ceasefire talks in Turkey to try to end more than a month of war while intense fighting continued, with Ukrainian forces pressing to retake territory north of the capital of Kyiv after Russian forces fired missiles at several Ukrainian cities overnight. Russian negotiators were due to arrive in Istanbul late on Monday, followed by a Ukrainian delegation during the night for ceasefire talks scheduled for this morning. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky over the weekend outlined the conditions under which Ukraine might accept neutral status as part of a peace settlement with Russia, saying his country could hold a referendum on neutrality, but only after Russian occupation forces leave Ukraine's territory. The Kremlin said negotiations so far haven't yielded any breakthroughs, and Western officials have expressed doubts about whether Russia is ready to halt hostilities in Ukraine. Back in the U.S., President Biden called for the largest ever level of military spending and increased funding for law enforcement in a $5.8 trillion budget, playing down his proposals for expanding social programs in favor of backing initiatives generally favored by centrist lawmakers. The budget, released Monday, also seeks higher taxes on businesses and the wealthiest Americans, part of an emphasis on reducing the federal deficit that departs from last year's budget that laid out ambitious spending increases. The administration is seeking $813 billion for military spending in fiscal year 2023, which begins October 1st, a roughly 4% increase from the $782 billion enacted for this fiscal year. Budget figures are not adjusted for inflation. The shift comes as Mr. Biden has struggled to move much of his agenda through Congress. The Russian invasion of Ukraine, Mr. Biden's decline in opinion polls, and decades-high inflation have combined to pull many Democrats toward issues they see as better resonating with voters. Democrats are bracing to lose control of either or both chambers of Congress in the fall's midterm elections. In other news, tractor trailers and other vehicles lost control and slammed into each other, people leapt away from careening trucks seconds before collision, and at least three people were killed and more than a dozen injured during a snow squall on a Pennsylvania highway on Monday. The crash on Interstate 81 in northeast Pennsylvania happened around 10.30 a.m. John Blickley, the Deputy Emergency Management Coordinator, said officials believe a snow squall clouded visibility and likely contributed to the crash. Estimates of the number of vehicles involved from the Emergency Management Agency and state police ranged between 40 and 60, including multiple tractor trailers. Mr. Blickley said emergency personnel from four different counties took about 20 patients to area hospitals for treatment. Three tractor trailers carrying unknown cargo were on fire when emergency personnel arrived and some smaller vehicles were also on fire. Pennsylvania State Police Trooper David Bayom said Monday afternoon that the fires were delaying a full investigation. In financial news, U.S. oil prices slid 7% to $105.96 a barrel, continuing their fall from a recent closing high of $123 reached earlier this month. Oil prices remain sharply higher since Russia invaded Ukraine in February, as Western sanctions and boycotts against Russia have effectively cut worldwide supply. Brent crude dropped about 6.8% to $112.48 a barrel. The rise in prices has translated into more expensive gasoline, now averaging over $4.20 a gallon in the U.S. Western drillers such as BP and Shell have pulled out of Russia. Meanwhile, U.S. oil producers face bottlenecks after many domestic drillers already tapped a large portion of their ready-to-go wells as fuel demand recovered since the start of the pandemic. And 
New York officials said Monday that they would direct $850 million of public money to build a $1.4 billion stadium that will keep the National Football League's Buffalo Bills in the state for the next 30 years. The new facility will have space for at least 60,000 fans and will be located adjacent to the team's current stadium in the Buffalo suburb of Orchard Park, officials said. The state will own the facility, which could also be used for concerts or soccer matches, and its outlay represents the largest public subsidy for a sports stadium in U.S. history. The Bills will direct at least $550 million toward the construction of the stadium, including a $200 million contribution by the NFL that was approved at a Monday meeting of league owners. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com.